0: Happy normals
1: welcome to deeply disturbing things the podcast i'm macy and i'm naomi and we are two anxious counselors who like to talk about deeply disturbing things peace peace, peace. i, I want to <laughs> say these uh hard kombuchas do you love them they're really good yes, i so did i want to admit i talked a little bit of shit <laughs> about sarah i love you sarah I'm a did you? i did afterwards because i was like I had only drank half of mine just because of how I was feeling last week. And and at the very end, and she called it a cider, and you were like, no, it's a kombucha. I was like, oh, my gosh, Sarah got drunk off a of kombucha. <laughs> and I thought that all the way up until I saw these notes. And I, I checked. I was like,
0: 7%, okay, so it's hard kombucha. It
1: hard it's It's not the point five thing. Like, I just remember, like, I was when I commented, I was like, your cheeks are so red. I was like, wow, she really, like, had that uh, placebo effect. <laughs> Can't handle your kombucha. I want to admit that so my shame doesn't fester. I apologize.
0: My shame does nothing but fester.
1: Is, is that not what shame does? <laughs> fester. Okay. Well, I have a topic today. So my... My topic is, first of all, I'm just curious. Do you know what the law is around recording about, oh gosh, how can I say this? Okay. Hacking people's webcams. Like what the laws around taking, because that's taking people
0: Well, you're out not supposed to record people without their consent right yeah so is that what you're talking about
1: um in a sense just because it doesn't cover that but yes there is that um and that's not every state that's only certain states our state our state yes um and so so yes there's that one there's also another one that specifically says you cannot uh basically like stealing people's data Mm. Yeah. That's illegal, but there's no law that specifically addresses uh, these attacks on webcams, which we'll go into in a minute.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I always cover mine.
1: Yes, and I I looked on both sides of it, like true, false, how often, and literally everything, like at least a colored. Piece of tape over it like yeah um the one thing that i found that was a little more like small grain of salt i would say is that uh it's become a huge industry for those little sliders mm-hmm. so you don't spend 24 on a piece of plastic you can
0: literally be a piece of tape like that's all no yeah i usually use just a little happy face sticker because it <laughs> comes off and on
1: right i have a little static like sticky note that just
0: sticks on this so. yeah And I started doing that when I um, saw a photo of Mark Zuckerberg with a sticker over his. I'm like, if Um, he knows about it, then I want to be in on this. That was actually one of the
1: articles that I read. Um, Zuckerberg and then uh, the head of the FBI um, also is like always... (laughs) Uh, so I'm like okay that feels very warranted to be confused. Yeah about it. like they would know. Right. <laughs> so they're called uh these trojans are no trojans. they're called ratters. Like these hackers are called ratters. R A T T E R S. Remotely activated they remotely activate webcams using remote access trojans called rats. Um they will then use that to film their victims in potentially compromising positions, changing naked sex all those things, even just regular pictures uh one one article I found said that it's so prevalent of an issue so it more commonly happens to women and and I didn't even like think about this but the dark web will, sell webcam sometimes even live stream it's so common. people being unaware yeah of just of even just like everyday things not even sexual things there is that but like there's that right but it's so commonly done that it people have
0: to be voyeurs
1: it can literally cost a penny to access because it's so common and prevalent like there's so much of it right which is kind of frightening it's
0: creepy it's
1: very creepy So, there is no law that talks about this remote access in and kind of hijacking. Mm -hmm. Because they're not recording. Uh, They are... So, it's live. Well, it can be live. They're not the one recording it, though. Because if I'm... Like, if we're doing this right now, technically we're recording. They're not. They're just accessing our recording and then...
0: So, it's not live. They're accessing yeah. retorted stuff.
1: It can be either,
0: but isn't there a law against peeping, Tom and lawyerness
1: Yeah, uh, but that does not apply to technology. So that's where like these laws really severely need to be updated because with the pace that technology is gone, like I agree, I think that falls in that category, and and privacy laws because there's that uh, like you have the right to. Um, a certain amount of privacy within your own home. Seems logical. Uh however, a school in Pennsylvania, <laughs> uh it's one of the most well-known cases, it was sued for collecting a total of 27,428 screenshots and 30,564 webcam images of their um of their customers, uh so students and whoever else they were giving their laptops to probably employees uh, photos from their student. Yeah. Student issued laptops. So they gave them to the students, which made me instantly think about like my employer at the university, they give you a laptop mm-hmm. and they, they yell at you if you don't use it. <laughs> like after a period of time, they're like, you haven't logged in since blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't want to log into your laptop anymore because it, the what ended up happening is that the employees have access and it's stored somewhere right and that's where it gets really uncomfortable yeah and if you don't aren't reading through everything from like now there's like this smart whatever I don't know coffee maker (laughs) any of those things uh, we get we've gotten really lazy as consumers in that way of oh technology, like, I'm fine with having my smart hub, my camera, this being techie, this being techie, without caring what protections are there, and there literally is very little law around that, so that means it can be really shady with how it's stored, and if that gets hacked, then all of your stuff is gone, Uh, so, let's see, so in another, let's see here, uh, invasion of privacy, is detailed in uh, Digital Peoples. A company used remote activation technology installed on 400,000 of its rental computers to capture images of customers having sex, online gambling, and surfing the internet. Uh, the researchers also noted that government agencies, such as the FBI, can, and I verified this through other uh, sources as well, can activate webcams undetected, sometimes without first obtaining a warrant. So, there are loopholes built in because it's not clearly defined. It provides loopholes for the government as well. Not that we need more reason to be sure. freaked out by the government, but
0: there you go. Um, they watching us right now. Uh,
1: so, one thing though to keep in mind is that they cannot access your webcam just because. So, two things have to exist a network. So you're connected to a network, and then it has to actually come in through um like a phishing or an email based scam. You have to click something. You mm-hmm. you you invite them in. <laughs> that happens. So like a vampire yes. has to be invited in. My mom experienced this a long while ago, where she got phone calls about money that you see the phone calls or emails about money being owed. And they like were walking her through these steps. And it's always, uh, they said it tends to be a small amount of money ish comparatively. and it's like an odd number. So it'd be like 516 dollars. You have to pay this much money, you owe us, blah blah. blah. And it sounds either like a um, like a valid thing that. I don't know, social security, for example. It'll, it'll sound and look valid. Or it'll be extortion-y. Like, we have images of blah, 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 but, like, there's nothing there. It just is saying it. Yeah. Guess what the... Mm, mm, let's hear. How much money you have to have stolen from you for it to constitute an investigation of, like, to be followed up with... 5000 Oh my gosh, how did you know?
0: Because Grand Theft is 5,000. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> I was like, that's so weird. Yes. But that, so.
0: I know that because I stole my mom's car when I was a teenager. Oh,
1: I didn't. I didn't know. <laughs> those, those, are the big <laughs> Okay, I just don't know these things. Uh... <laughs> did you get recharged?
0: No, but that's how I knew she didn't but there was lots of threats
1: I see I see okay. <laughs> so it could either be be that one route where there's like like um, saying they have something on you most of the time from what I've read that's typically not the case they're actually just playing on the psychological fear of shame and embarrassment and so you panic and oh no I don't want that um, I read an article that was talking about that where oh, what's the psychology to for it. Uh, confirmation bias?
0: Mm-hmm. One of my faves. Yeah, it was
1: basically, that's they didn't call it that, but that's what they were talking about, that when these, they make it generalized enough, like some astronomy stuff, astronomy, sorry. Astro- astrology. Astrology you It's like, <laughs> there's science there. Uh, <laughs> where it's generalized enough, or a for fortune cookie, I don't know, that you will take it in and many of these people because you may be like why would you fall for that that's stupid many of them genuinely thought that they had information because of what was disclosed seemed specific enough Mm uh so don't buy it so it's like a blackmail thing right but they don't actually have anything right so but they may say they have access or pictures from your webcam but they don't
0: i always get threatening emails that say that um, I'm gonna be sued for like stealing people's photos from my website I get those all the time
1: well probably because you're stealing people's photos I'm not they're all
0: my own photos so I just mm-hmm. delete the emails but I get that all the time and it sounds very scary, scary. Yeah. and legit yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah I had one I had one disturbing pop-up actually like a month ago and it was one of those and I I knew not to click it but it, it was oh, automated. You clicked? I it was it happens such- so fast! I was actually in between teaching class, and I was going and switching into my other email, and it just popped up, and it was like Microsoft, blah blah blah. Uh, do not restart your computer. Do not turn it off. And it had a countdown, and it's like uh, there we are. Lo- we are um, doing something to fix this error, um, and just and it said like okay. You clicked. It was I out of clicked. pure instinct. I that bad instinct, but I clicked it, and then, but I knew the second I touched it, and I immediately turned off my laptop, shut it all the way down, unplugged everything, <laughs> just like
0: backed away slowly.
1: Waited ten minutes <laughs> before I turned it back on, and nothing happened. But um, you it, you it, let it in the vampire. I did that's so dumb. <laughs> but so like with my mom that happened, and. They walked her basically got the remote access. So she then went to her email following the instructions on the phone. They did call her and and followed the link. They she then said that she saw a pop-up on the screen um, that was just like scanning all of her files on her computer. And then she said all of a sudden a little screen popped up where she could see herself like on the camera. That's scary. Right. You know terrifying that? Yeah. And and then, uh, but again, maybe not knowing what's happening at the moment. And, and that she, there was a significant amount of money they ended up taking out of her bank account. So um, it was, it's don't click anything. So this right now we're fine. You would have to, Go and invite them in.
0: I'm nervous about webcam. everything.
1: Right. The thing is, though, is we still don't protect the hardware like we should for webcams. We kind of just—they're there. They're there. Don't you? So here's what you do. I'm worried about my life. <laughs> <sighs> so, because I was like, well, what's the best? Protect-? Like the little slidey things are things that everybody
0: uses are the tape.
1: Um. But they also have microphone, right? Yeah, that doesn't act right.
0: against listening, but my phone listens to me all the time.
1: Right, no, everything listens to us.
0: I, I love, love purple listening. unicorns. Watch what I find later on my phone. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> so, right, so true. And, yeah, I mean, we've just, like, invited, we as a society have invited in the vampire, <laughs> and we can't get it out now, which, I mean, there's pluses or downsides, too, especially, like, think of like, older... Generations who may not know how to handle those situations. Again, I click the button and I'm
0: well. And the it's getting more and more savvy where it's getting harder and harder to discern something real from something fake.
1: I mean, I it it costs forty dollars to buy the software to hack into someone's webcam. Oh, super accessible. (laughs) You
0: know, maybe all the best.
1: Right, and it's you can make quite a bit of money on it. So it's, it's like a very tempting market for someone that wants to do that.
0: So you could actually, from what your mom experienced, they were like in per computer, right?
1: Yeah. So they, um, and you've experienced it before where like tech, there's, there's programs you can use where they can uh, remote
0: in. To help you over the problem. Right. Yeah.
1: So it's similar type of thing they remote in, uh, they will instruct you to give them a certain type of access, and they can literally lock you out and then just re- be sitting there running things.
0: Yeah. Well, this is why, and this is why I'm ready for my... Oh, I,
1: I'll tell you what to, the best practice is, but...
0: Okay. So this is why they tell you to never do save passwords. Oh. I save every password. Because it's so much easier to log into my bank if it just automatically does my password. I, but if somebody can worm into your computer, they could just go to every website and hop right on if you have all your passwords saved.
1: Right. Well, and so I'm a Google user. So everything is in there. And I had a similar thing. And I went. So I never, ever once, which is feels really dumb for me because I feel like there was a point when I cared. About and I've cared a lot less in my years about security, right? <laughs> my <laughs> privacy. Uh, but there's a a page you can go to where all the stored the stored passwords are, and it yeah. even has good on Google. You know, like a here's how many are like we know have been compromised, like literally exist on the dark web. Oh, you know, just like seventy four. Great. <laughs> right. And then it's like here's how many could be because we've seen you're you're using duplicated, like you're never supposed to duplicate a password.
0: I do that all the time. I have way too many passwords.
1: Obviously not. Not enough. So it's like that's a big no no. Uh I mean they have whole computer systems that just sit and run the binary data like I mean faster than you could even like say it. So it's (laughs) that's bad practice. It should be different, they should be complicated. We took that one training, remember and that one? We job. did, which
0: was horrifying. Horrifying shock. And
1: it didn't obviously do anything.
0: So, <laughs> it was... Well, it made me stress. It did that. It did that. Did it change behavior?
1: Not. Well, I don't think that really even told us like what to do, other than, that was when two-factor authentication kind of was kicked yeah. off. And, and I did jump on that, boat. so all my stuff has that. But even, like, it's helpful is from what i read like that helps however like use your thumbprint use don't uh, don't do the where it's
0: a code But or, people can take your dead finger and I, use I know but at
1: least they have to cut your finger off cuz at least thank goodness. at least because basically what they're saying is like anything that is on a network and phones and Wi-Fi are pretty easy to hack into. So, like, if somebody really wanted to, they could easily get access and, and connect those two things, which happens. So, thumbprint's the best practice for that. But for your webcam tip, and I'm going to do it for now because I teach online, so I, I use it a lot. And even today, <laughs> I didn't even think about this. After class, I thought I thought my Zoom was off. <gasps> It wasn't, and it wasn't even on my Zoom link. It was a, another instructor's Zoom link, but we had, I had like, subgroups. And so it pitched me back into the main group, but I thought I had close out of, of it. And I went over there, and, like, luckily it's like, muted, and it had the background thing on, but I walked up to it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> I mean, even simple mistakes are yeah. not good. Go to your computer settings... <laughs> Go to uh, hardware and uh, you can actually disable your camera and your microphone when you're not using it. And that actually disables the hardware itself. Versus, Because you're just kind of covering it. That doesn't mean they can't see it. That doesn't mean that if it falls out, they're not there. I don't like the idea of someone potentially being there.
0: No, I don't want anybody there.
1: Because they if you let them in... In theory, if they get what they need, they could return. Yeah, what do they need? To go in and access your password, get your Wi-Fi password. Um, I don't know, whatever they need. I saw a similar thing that they, it is possible for, like, security indoor cameras to, for people in, like, burglaries to track, like, motion detection, to detect patterns of when people are coming and going. Uh because all the ones that just stay on all the time and just detect motion.
0: I am intrigued by really smart criminals, though, in a way. Like, people <laughs> right. that have the ability to hack. That, like, that is right. such a level of knowledge beyond me. I'm fascinated. That
1: article that I read about the security cameras, it was like a, like, it's possible and here's how it's possible. They don't have, like, research really supporting that it's happening. Just in all fairness. But the other one's happening. <laughs> So I plan on disabling the camera and microphone. It's super easy, just to, to, um, when I'm not teaching class. Because that's really the only time that I'm like successfully using. I feel
0: trapped sometimes by technology. Mm-hmm. Like the idea of just being completely off the grid is so appealing. Yeah. But I just don't see how that's feasible. Like I would have to completely change my life. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so appealing. Trap.
1: And that's the trap of it. And even younger generations, I mean, they are more, I would say they are more engrossed in technology, but they're almost, for some, less tech savvy because they're not, they're in the app. It's all has been made simple, like simplified. Here's what you need. So to though. Yeah, it's the what app. So
0: navigate on my phone, find games and stuff. Right, it's made to be easy to navigate. <laughs> she just turned <heard> four. <laughs>
1: Like, when I had my first computer, like, it was complicated. I had to, like, figure it out. And then I downloaded Linux and, like, learned that. And Not Macrophy? No, no. And, and even just, like, being someone you who know, had to struggle with Microsoft. Microsoft serve. XP. <laughs> or XP was the better one, sorry. Vista was the, like... They don't even use a like, hey, computer anymore. Hey, I came anymore. up
0: in AOL dial-up, so. I
1: know. Like, good? the, the... Yeah, I saw my heart <laughs> <laughs> So even that, like, I have some younger students, or just younger people in general, that when they log in, it's like they're fumbling around. It's almost like they're now the uh-huh. older generation, because it's like, oh wait, how do I, how do I do that on here? Because they're used to doing it on the phone. I used to on my phone or my iPad or whatever. Most
0: people use their phones, not computers. Right.
1: Uh, Macs, it's a myth that Macs don't get viruses. It is just a little more, uh, there's more PCs than Macs that exist in the world. So more people are going to write hacking code and phishing stuff for the thing that exists the most. That's the majority of the why. So it exists. Uh, protect yourself.
0: Protect yourself.
1: Well, and it's weird to me. Like, I I would not probably have my laptop like this in the bedroom.
0: And guess who sleeps with their laptop? Me.
1: Oh, my God. It's you. It's my best friend. Mine's in my office. But, but when I think about it, I'm like, gosh, I have at times. Like, oh, my gosh, I forgot to put on a work shirt. <laughs> like, done a quick change. I'm sure. But. And then I was thinking, oh, it's probably people, too, who have online or distance relationships, who are online dating, or, you know, I mean, it could be any of that stuff.
0: No, I just, like, at the end of the day, like, my whole, like, relax, like, I have an hour between when Stella goes to sleep and I crash, like, that's my time. I get in my bed. I got my laptop, maybe a snack, in the zone. and I can just like zone out and watch whatever, and then I fall asleep. So mm-hmm. then my laptop's open, fill me sleep. You sleeping. literally
1: have a <laughs> webcam, um, no, I dark page. I mean, I'm 40 hours rolling sure on your pillow to watch that.
0: <laughs> Hopefully not a lot, because I don't think that'd be really that neat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Mine would be like. Me talking to cats and dogs all the time. <laughs> oh, the stored password thing. I want to start circling back to that. Yeah, That
0: freaks me out.
1: So I didn't know that existed. And I mean, in theory, I did. I haven't mentally given any conscious thought. So it stores everything since ever stored, even for accounts of things that don't exist anymore. So I had like in like previous dating apps in there not apps sorry websites Yeah. with and it shows it shows like a username and a password but like when you go and you put it in it doesn't work anymore yeah. but it looks like all this stuff is real and I had my partner go and because so I I was there and it was like oh I thought you closed that
0: well, oh, right. and it looks oh, like it's conference. current.
1: Yes well and
0: there was like Keep the options open. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and anything. I mean, it makes you think, like, because there's so many like random. I just there for friends. Yeah, just friends. No, there's so many random things too that you make passwords for, and then you don't end up using the account, and it's just sitting well, there.
0: Well, a lot of You're... sites just make you make a password. I hate that.
1: Right, right. Like
0: you can't even buy something unless you make an account.
1: Well, there, are, there's typically is the a guest button.
0: So I, I can't have it both ways. I can't. <laughs> Uh, make a different password for every site, right. and also yeah. not save my passwords. I know that's not hard... like you can't do both. So their suggestion
1: is write it the f down, lazy bitches.
0: <laughs> well, then my piece of paper is gonna get stolen. That's
1: less likely to happen in your house than it is to have someone because someone accessing your online data is way easier than them breaking into your home. And if they break into your home, they actually make it like, in trouble. Nice, <laughs> by me. Correct. So, I mean, you know, their older generations really probably had it right with those little books, those little what do you mean? address books that have, like, the back page that says passwords. <laughs> like, one page. I know it had, like, 50. There's, there was 200 saved passwords in there. It looked like I did so much on my computer. it's literally, because that Google account is the first Google account I ever had so it would have had to have been maybe even, like, right outside of high school. It's a long time of a lot. Of That's problems. a lot of messages. Yeah. So I've been through it, and I, I've i been <laughs> deleting them in my spare time. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. That's an old work. So many work email, like, work things, like, a, old HR systems. And, mm-hmm. uh, Yeah. It's like, just get out.
0: Yeah, get out, HR systems.
1: Uh, yeah. So, and... A problem with that, too, but even if you're like, well, oh, oh, well, they're not active. Again, if you're using repeat passwords, it doesn't take someone that intelligent to try to sit and repeat and use those on current things you're using.
0: Yeah. That That's think leaving off the grid is so appealing. You don't have to deal with any of this.
1: That pressure would just be kind of calm.
0: Yeah, just write letters mm-hmm. on paper.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Call people on the landline.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh started to color recently. like Mandalay color books, oh, as yeah. a uh just a, like a de-stress in the evening mm-hmm. because I was having this like urge to do more that could wait. Mm-hmm. Color.
0: are <laughs> relaxing.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I made some crafts last weekend.
1: Oh I can't i um, um... I think crafting is different than coloring in the sense so it's not about creating a picture. It is literally about repetition and
0: I focus. I still relax though that same way of coloring when I do like a craft thing.
1: Do you? It oh, okay. so yeah. accesses sure. the
0: same part of my brain. Do
1: you have an outcome? Like a
0: outcome? this is this
1: is me asking personally. Because <laughs> what I end up doing with almost everything is I'll start it and then The next time I go in, like, I'll do, like, part of the background of the picture. And then the next time I go in, I will pick a different picture and I'll do a different thing. Like, I'm not, it's actually even harder for me to, I think, go back into something that was already started. But I never finish it because they're always long. My
0: craft last weekend was very outcome related. I was making um, treasure boxes Mm -hmm. for us to put our garnets in that we found. So it was, like, a whole thing. And you know I love collaging. Like, that's what I love. That is an art form. (laughs) So I was Mm -hmm. collaging treasure boxes and lining with velvet for the kids.
1: That's nice. I found... This is... Sorry. It'll be your turn. (laughs) You're going to say. I found a... (laughs) At least, my topic honestly wasn't that much content. Um,
0: Yeah. um, Give me the fears.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Give the fears. I don't know. They, but there are, like, things you can actively
0: do. Yeah. Live off the grid.
1: hmm What were you going to say? Oh, uh, I found a... At uh, Valley Village, it's... Have you seen one of those, like, puzzle boxes? It's, like, a... It's wood. It looks like a solid piece of wood, and there's, like, a drawer, and there's, like, jewelry co- compartments in it. But when you, you pull the whole thing out, there's, like, hidden like puzzle like you turn this and then it opens like a secret drawer. Like a or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That stuff. It was cool. I got for like $14 and it had like the artist, somebody out of Florida now lives in Mexico. Oh it was cool. It's like, ooh, this is where everyone must have kept their drugs in the 70s. Like it's well actually the 85 is the date on it.
0: So more uh crack than cocaine. Is
1: it, is it Crack in
0: the eighty fives. Yeah. So news was more of the coke. It
1: definitely was not oh, a marijuana. Oh, yeah. There was coke is really weed. getting popular. Again. Red crushed velvet. That's what I was thinking. For Red crush velvet.
0: I did green velvet.
1: Ooh, really. That's a. I have a chair that's green velvet, and I find it quite peaceful. It's It's like grass. Yeah, it's grounding. Yeah, it's like grass money.
0: That's money. Money yeah.
1: also probably has drugs on. know
0: money is so gross. Money's so dirty. We should. That's a topic. (laughs) We should analyze some sometime with like. Oh,
1: I have a microscope.
0: A blue light and all that. Ew, ew! I actually just totally
1: stressed out thinking about looking at it. Like, what if there's living things?
0: No, there are. There's species on every freaking dollar bill. Put out research on it. I believe that. I'm gonna do a psychology topic, and a murder topic, all in one.
1: Right. Okay. That's not a big jump. I see, I mean, I see how most murder probably has something to do with that.
0: And I'm going to talk about a Munchausen or Ooh. factitious disorder. And then okay. also factitious disorder in another person or Munchausen by proxy.
1: Ooh, this has come up in one of our things about probably a specific serial killer or something we've talked about. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm here for it. I love psychology stuff. Me too. Factitious disorder is in the DSM-5. And it's a diagnosis assigned to individuals who falsify illness in themselves or in another person. But what's tricky about this is it's without any obvious gain.
1: Is that... um, Yeah. Because uh, that's is that where like it would be like if okay let me get back that one. so that sets um, apart from other like a disorders. financial something but could it be attachment like
0: well in somatic symptom disorder people seek excessive attention correct. for genuine concerns yes
1: I've actually worked with yeah that
0: and then there's malingering where people falsify symptoms for personal gain. So, okay. this is different because it's not those two. it's so there's no um, identifiable gain that people will get. It's also extremely difficult to both diagnose and treat because it really is very rare, at least seen hmm.
1: well, and i'm I'm having a hard time still differentiating in my brain, I
0: think yeah, I um have ever had anybody? treated
1: on one no, but I've had um I've worked with people with somatic type where it definitely was like a psychological stressor and or a substance related something where it's presenting physically to get that need met um or and some of it was attachment based and that's where I'm having a hard time separating because I I think I've at least I have put attachment and that together because I'm like, well, what why? Why then? But that's their thing, Is there is no Right, why. I mean, that's
0: the, the differential. <laughs> is that antisocial
1: thing, thing with the yeah.
0: player, or and I, and I think people don't know that this specifically says without gain. Mm-hmm. I think the general public, and myself included, before yeah. I research this, thinks, well, it's for attention, you mm-hmm. know, or something like that. Like, there's something that you're getting, something you're getting. Whether it's power, whether it's whatever, um, right? So I, I don't, I've never worked with somebody that had this, but I did work with a teenager, who, after months and months of treatment, it became apparent the mother had this, mm. and that the teenager was actually just fine. Oh, and it was really interesting.
1: <laughs> actually, that makes me think a little bit that. more. Yeah. Um
0: so that's the Munchausen by proxy. Mm-hmm.
1: I and, feel like yeah. I have I've seen seen that, but again, it's really hard to like to not know what type of game it's. Like
0: it's their gain or not. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I, I still I don't like I don't know how to define that.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I want to Well know. we know the DSM slot. flood. <laughs>
1: Is that why I'm stuck in That's why you're stuck. Oh, we're in the DSM. Because is, I don't even yeah. stop
0: trying. So yeah, I'm like,
1: stop trying I'm understand. like, but tell
0: me. This is time. like one of those movies that you stop trying to understand and just go <laughs> along for the ride. Well, all right. Okay. So case So it only shows up in hospital very rarely. So right. we really don't know a lot about it.
1: Well, because they, how are they gonna they have to do like physical stuff, they have to address that first.
0: Yeah. And I worked on this case with a team for months and months and months before mm-hmm. everyone was kind of like, hold on here.
1: Right.
0: And it really was difficult because then once you know, what do you do?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's not much you can do. No, because you can't stop people from utilizing resources, which tends to be what pisses people off the most, <laughs> like the hospital staff, like, get out. <laughs> Yeah, But, like, yeah. you can't stop them from using a public service like that. So it just keeps happening. You just provide education. But if they're doing it intentionally, like... It's very interesting. Yeah, you just need a team. <laughs> but there's not enough people to support that. Like, not, not of people have it.
0: Well, and this exist. was just... A lot yeah. of it was just kind of like, this is what we think. Being that the person is not our actual client, you, you know, it's all, mm-hmm. like... You don't really have a lot of control over the situation.
1: I mean, unless it and of, also
0: becomes a life threatening, which it didn't get to that point. It was very weird, and yeah, concerning, right, and disturbing. But it was not at that point where it was life threatening. Where it was like, okay, we need to take some serious action. Because it, it you, you
1: might point. head this direction anyways. But is it possible that it's actually something like how the DSM has like personality disorders, honestly categorized and really unhelpful way. I um, think that's part of it. Like, maybe, yeah, like maybe it's a combination of, you know, trauma attachment and, I mean, it, what, like, because, yeah. what, BPD could be some of that attachment-based yeah, 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 yeah. early trauma, I don't know, like,
0: yeah, that's or it's I'm
1: antisocial not- where it's like, or is this the brain? Is there a brain thing happening, like, or OCD where there's, like, a brain thing happening? Tell me more DSM if you're gonna put it in there for people to diagnose people. You
0: know I always kick the DSM in You know, always I'm still on top of my gecko page. I pull it down for class, I point at it. I use it for if class. I need to reach a high, you know, shelf, I use it to step on.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a necessary uh,
0: it's a necessary thing.
1: thing. Yeah.
0: So case studies suggest that there are two main groups of people who are commonly affected. So women between the ages of 20 and 40 with a healthcare background and unmarried white men between the ages of 30 and 50. Okay. So I can see having that healthcare knowledge would come into this. Interestingly,
1: uh, this may just, I mean, it's a random side note. As a counselor, referrals coming in, most people don't. From my experience, disclose where they work. Other than people in healthcare, aside from counselors, it is the the scribes, the texts, the those. What is that that's it, about? It becomes pri- stress. Mm-hmm. Like it is like one of the number one issues is like how much work and stress they have. So I mean, to me that like lines up okay.
0: Okay, yeah. so you're putting stress in there in the
1: I, and, as yeah. an ingredient? High anxiety, high expectation, high risk of failure, high financial risk. Sure.
0: So in my research, everybody really says you have to proceed slowly with diagnosing this. Um, and you have to work best as a team because it's so complicated. and And their treatment options are limited if the person doesn't admit to the deception. So really if you have to proceed with caution and you don't want to wrongfully accuse somebody of this because then you, you ruin the relationship better. and they're gone. Well let's go
1: somewhere else.
0: Yeah. yeah. So there are four primary criteria. As they do, those two, those, <laughs> those four, criteria.
1: Those four things.
0: Intentional induction or falsification of physical or psychological signs or symptoms. Okay. The individual presents themselves as ill, impaired, or injured to others. Mm-hmm. The deceptive behavior persists even in the absence of external incentives or rewards. Mm-hmm. Another mental disorder does not better explain that's like yeah, no everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the behaviors mm-hmm. lying about the symptoms, and also typically lying about other aspects of life. So that really came up with the mom that we're working on. And that was where our eyebrows first raised Mm -hmm. because the mom was telling these incredible stories that, you know, you want to believe people, but at the same time, part of you is like, can that be true? How how can all of this be true? You know, it was so grandiose. (laughs) Manipulating test results to suggest the presence of symptoms, such as adding blood to urine samples. So people go pretty far with this. I mean, I yeah. You know, you carry that little sandwich baggie of blood and just. Well,
1: I mean, my mind instantly. in went, there. Went to the people that like will poke holes in condoms, or you know, like do like do things that are like. Or get their maybe, friends pee for that drug right, test. Right, like that maybe normatively, we would be like, what? But they're doing it to get yeah. something, even if most people would say, why would you do that?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah actually inflicting symptoms upon themselves, such as poisoning yeah. themselves with an overdose of medication. So that's where a little, of the, it seems a little like behaviors we might see in a BPD.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Traveling from hospital to hospital. So there's a lot of this lengthy medical record. So if you actually dive into the record, you're going to see many different hospitals, many different doctors, really a lengthy medical record. Um, and sometimes there are symptoms that are hard to disprove, such as severe headaches or um, pretending to have seizures or pass out, you know, mm-hmm. where you can't really mm-hmm. say it's not a thing or, or right. it is a thing. Uh, tampering with test results, such as heating thermometers to suggest a fever. I mean, I did that as
1: a child. But
0: to miss school To get
1: picked up by my father. Oh. To go to pizza. <laughs> I didn't realize how big of a deal it was to call out of work at a prison. It's a big deal.
0: You got pizza even there. I did it all the time.
1: Well, it was a, like well. See, there's we external to, reward. Go to Alfie's, and so they that was not video game, salad outside. bar, and a pizza.
0: Clear external reward.
1: Right and then, I mean, most of the time I was probably really sick because I was. Just, I, don't, I remember faking it several times.
0: He knew, but I. It can also aggravate pre-existing conditions, such as rubbing dirt or dog feces into mm-hmm. wounds, to cause an infection or reopen previously healed wounds.
1: See, and that's a pretty big. To me, that's a big step from just like having like an attachment, like a um, what my uh, pre. There's premeditation there, mm-hmm. like like I've been so angry, maybe like trauma hurt, where like you get that tunnel vision, and like you could. See yourself doing something stupid in the moment, but with logic and time, and your brain opens up. Like you don't do that thing, but that takes planning. Like between point A and getting to the hospital for that infection, mm-hmm. that took ten days. Yeah, that's a lot of.
0: It's putting a lot of energy into this,
1: right? That so that, that it's is a lot. Yes, which does seem a bit different than the BPD in that way, though.
0: So similar to BPD, risk factors are believed to include childhood trauma, so complex trauma. Right. Uh, but also working in the healthcare profession. That is so interesting. Ah, uh, yeah. And then some, um, you mentioned antisocial. Some researchers believe it might be related to antisocial personality disorder, and individuals like the power of control of manipulating doctors. I was gonna say, it sounds kind of narcissistic. Or others in authority. Yeah. yeah
1: narcissistic so the antisocial doesn't work for me fully it did at first I was thinking like well maybe like when I was like oh like the OCD the brain mm-hmm. disorder part of it but it should be that should be kind of consistent across time and place and setting not just isolated to these specific things just to
0: like this health like stuff
1: healthcare. health care yeah that it that doesn't make sense for a brain disorder your brain's not logical like that um, yeah. so that rules me out for antisocial. <laughs> I'm
0: You're leaning more towards I'm now, childhood trauma BPD. Narcissist D is
1: in there. I I because there's a that power and control aspect for sure. Uh the women age range, maybe childhood ne- neglect abuse, that's uh, the age range is interesting.
0: For right. Do you know who Mounthausen is? No. So, Baron von Mauthausen was a German aristocrat, and so the syndrome is named after him because he was famous for telling wild, unbelievable tales about his exploits and past. So, that's all, like, what we've talked about is really people inflicting things on themselves. Mm -hmm. What I think is more concerning is factitious order in another person, or what's called Munchausen by proxy. Yeah, so you
1: can see parents or caregivers,
0: and... So this is almost all mothers inflicting on their children. Makes sense. I mean, people... uh, The
1: the dancing uh, children, what does that show? The dancing children? I don't know, that one shows. Dance moms? Yeah. What about dance moms? Aren't they all those people?
0: What do you mean? Aren't they all
1: in inflicting and, and constant pain in their own stuff upon their child? I think that's stage like, mom disorder. Yes. Is it a proper type? That's tegno? probably the back of the what are said. the four criteria?
0: <laughs> that's probably one of those emerging <laughs> type. <things. laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but there is like that similar projection and that uh immediacy and tunnel vision and uh, I'm car- i I I want to know this not gain part because there's obviously gain attached to that.
0: Well, I think Sorry. that part is complicated because I don't see how you wouldn't be getting some kind of gain. Right. That's it's not either right, attention or that. power or revenge or you know the four needs. Right. What's the fourth one. Uh, yeah, the fourth okay, right. Attention, power, love. Uh, yeah, no, that's attachment. Um, avoidance? I think those are three. And then there's a fourth. I just don't see how there wouldn't be some underlying, even if it's unconscious, that you're getting some kind of... Um, <laughs> air, water, food, and shelter? <laughs> yes. You're getting the the air. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Um,
0: Yeah, and that's... I think- Revenge, I think, is the other one. Yeah, I think it's Attention, Power, Avoidance, and Revenge are the four needs, basic needs. So I could uh, see those all coming into play here with this. Attention,
1: Power, Revenge, and what was it?
0: I think Avoidance.
1: Avoidance. I just want to see.
0: Just my best guess.
1: The four goals of misbehavior. There you go. Undue attention, misguided power, revenge, and assumed inadequacy. Ooh, Assume, like, you just, like, not feeling good enough.
0: But how would that show up in the behavior? Um, to
1: well, now I'm curious. So it's the need for belonging and then significance. This is from positivediscipline.com. Just oh. see. They say they want children to thrive. Um, Do they, though? <laughs> um, undue attention. When it's about undue attention, usually the adult feeling is irritation or annoyance. Uh, often experienced between a mother with young children.
0: I don't know if this is the website is. uh saying the same thing.
1: The child's coded coded messages. Notice me. Involve me usefully. It's where
0: avoidance is one. Not that other one they said.
1: Because you do a lot of
0: behaviors to avoid shit, isn't good. Like break a dish so I don't have to do dishes anymore.
1: So it's the four maybe four types of is it miss
0: Goals of misbehavior, yeah.
1: Attention, power, revenge, display of inadequacy, different website.
0: Who are these people?
1: Kansas City dot All
0: right. Well, I want to talk about murder. We're good. Possibly murder.
1: Oh, oh my gosh, I just put it together. The view of inadequacy, a child uh, not feeling like they're meeting those uh sexual urges for it.
0: Gross. <laughs> just a tight. <touch. laughs> I would like to discuss the murder. famous case of Mary Beth Tinning. So this case is known to everyone and every everywhere as a case of munchausen's by proxy but i don't know if it is bring it on we talked about the horse in the street (laughs) so this is like one of the most famous cases of munchausen by proxy um this this is the story of marybeth tinning and her nine dead children Hmm. but when i was reading about it i'm like i don't know if this really fits So between the years of 1967 and 1985, Tinning, who lived in New York, gave birth to and buried every single one of her children, nine children. None of her children lived past the age of four. (laughs) People in their town thought the family had a death curse or like a death gene, like something was genetically going on. And they asked Mary Beth why she continued to have children knowing they would likely die, and she replied, that's what women do. Gosh. <laughs> so let's get into the children's deaths. On December 26, 1971, the tenant's third child, Jennifer, was born, and she was diagnosed with hemorrhagic meningitis, had multiple brain abscesses, so basically her brain was bleeding mm-hmm. in utero and she only lived a week and never left the hospital. So she is the only child believed to have died by natural causes out of the nine.
1: Okay.
0: 2 weeks after Jennifer's death.
1: That was the first one
0: though. The one that died. It was her third child of the first death. I see. Okay.
1: Okay. So
0: so significant trauma? trauma.
1: I don't sound like significant trauma the loss. Yeah, yeah, killed, yeah. Uh, definitely. I mean I feel like you know how you listen to DSM like rule out substance use, rule out um what's the other one? Um other diagnoses that are better Dichotic disease.
0: disorder right. or something. Right. Yeah. Like
1: there's that chunk. Like they could easily just put in rule out trauma, childhood trauma, abuse neglect. But like that would but
0: that would be where like would personality disorders go? Away. <laughs>
1: Away. As they should. Away. Well and then like histrionic disorder. That's like less than 002 percent of
0: people. You know, I hate that
1: word. Get less than 002 percent, which means that it's just given by people who just looked it up randomly and said, "Ooh, I think that applies." Like it doesn't exist anymore because it's not culturally relevant
0: anymore. But it I know, does. I know, <laughs> but it does. <laughs> so two weeks After Jennifer's death, which significant trauma? Loss of a child.
1: So, so rule out. It's not. It's not this
0: done. So Tinning t- took two-year-old Joseph Jr to the emergency room, claiming he had experienced a seizure and choked on his own vomit. The doctors found nothing wrong with him. He, they observed him in the hospital for several days mm-hmm. and sent him home. So only a few hours after he got home, Marybeth brought him back to the emergency room and he was dead.
1: God.
0: On March 1st, Mary Beth rushed four-year-old Barbara to the hospital because she said she had gone into convulsions. The next day, she died after being in a comatose state for several hours, and that was attributed to Ray's syndrome. The, The other child's death was attributed to cardiopulmonary arrest. So the doctors are attributing these to medical causes. So that's three children dead. Now, one, natural causes, two, by things the doctors attributed a medical right. cause to. Well, and
1: then the most recent update of the DSM, that they made changes to, Um. well, there's a lot that wasn't changed, but for postpartum depression, like that, it's not, it, like you think that that's like shortly after, you know.
0: No, it could well, be like years. It could
1: be years. So it's interesting, like it's within four years. She's had this significant yeah. trauma. Um psychosis within that is super risky. Uh, like, if you get psychosis within postpartum depression, like, the it's, the risk of potentially hurting your own child is pretty high.
0: And those are different cultural times, so yeah. they're, we're looking at it with that lens, I care for <laughs> you. This is the blame the mother phase mm-hmm. still, you know, where if, if a kid had autism, they Blame the mother as being a refrigerator mother.
1: Like a little
0: genetic, like it's your fault. No, they said the refrigerator mother is cold parenting. They actually blamed mothers for autism. A frigid mother, yeah. 1973, Mary Beth gave birth to son Timothy. And um, less than a month later, he was brought back to the hospital dead. Marybeth told the doctor she'd found him lifeless in his crib, and doctors attribute this to SIDS or sudden infant death syndrome. Which is a thing, yeah? Yes, which is a thing. In March 1975, Mary Beth's fifth child, Nathan, Nathan, was born. And later that autumn, he died in the car while well, driving around with her. This is the 70s, there were not car seat oh, laws. Who knows what was going on? In August 1978, the Tinnings ad- adopted, so no genetic link. This is when people went, huh? Yeah. Newborn Michael. Um, a, a couple months later, uh, Mary Beth gave birth to her sixth child, Mary Frances. Mm-hmm. In the following January, she rushed Mary Frances to the emergency room, which was directly across the street from the hospital. I mean, with this history, you need to live right across the street from the hospital. I guess. Saying she was having a seizure, the staff were able to revive her and said it was aborted SIDS. A month later, Mary Beth returned to the hospital with the same child and... uh, she was in full cardiac arrest, but was revived, but had irreversible brain da- um, damage and was taken off life support two days later. I have to look something up. <laughs> Curious. Mary Beth's eighth child, Jonathan, was born in the fall of 1979, and he died in March of the following year after being kept on life support for four weeks. Okay. Yeah. So the adopted child in February of nineteen eighty one fell down the stairs and suffered a concussion. So that this now this one's so suspicious to me a little bit,
1: right? But if you have nine kids, the I mean statistically speaking, that's not that I mean one out of nine.
0: No, those two. They're all dead at this point. Well, moment. no, I know they're all dead. Sorry, but I this is like, the adopted right, one,
1: right? But for causes that weren't genetically, yeah, it's, like it was only one, right?
0: If this if this was me. And I had suffered all of these tragedies. My kids would not be out of my motherfucking sight. (laughs) There is no way my kids would fall down the stairs because they would be attached to me 24 7. But is
1: that an unfair perspective of a mom who's trying to. I'm just saying if it was me.
0: I know, but like, but that's. I mean, my kids are in their 20s and they're still strapped to me 24 7 because I'm worried about them all the time. So I uh, this one this one is a little suspect to me. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know. I mean, maybe she's so depressed, she's checked out. Also, why are you adopting kids? I don't know. The whole thing well, seems maybe
1: if, if at that time she thinks it's genetic, then why would that not? I mean, maybe I. But
0: mean, then you, you let him fall down the stairs.
1: Well, but again, that's a little blamey by saying. I mean, in theory, if we assume innocence, so he does. But, like, if we assume innocence first, is the fact that it, we would assume it was an accident, not that she let him fall down the stairs.
0: I know, but.
1: Because if all the other things have something so wrong, keep he? saying medical. like the first thing I.
0: 1981, me, and she adopted him. Let's see What is his age is. Because the age determines the level of supervision. In, in 2022,
1: there's this, and the scientists dot com, a research article put out about a newly found uh, particle enzyme that has been associated with a greater risk of sudden infant death syndrome, a mysterious condition that kills 1250 infants under the age of one in the United States in 2019.
0: Yeah, that's why I never slept. I still don't sleep. (laughs) I haven't haven't slept in almost 30 years Uh because I was afraid my I was on death watch all the time.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I never slept.
1: I, I, I think a lot of parents are scared of that happening.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I would, even when Stella was born, right? I would get up all during the night to make sure she was breathing.
1: Well, and that's, I mean, what's interesting, because this is 2022. This last year was the first time that a potential biomarker has been placed on a, a potential increased risk. But does that mean every single child? No. Does it mean that it's causal? No. Like it's just correlated.
0: So Michael was born August of 78. Okay. Died February of 81. So a little, little tyke we're talking about here. Like two years old. You you should be supervising the stairs, in my opinion. So Tammy Lynn, the last child, was born. In August of '85, and she died later that year in December, of being smothered. So this one's a little different mm-hmm. because this is the one where there's actually uh, experts were able to show that there was foul play. Okay. And this is the first time there's concerns being like actually raised about what's going on. Okay. Uh, the tinnings were visited by the Department of Social Services on that same day and by the police department. How many this now? Well, this is the ninth child. Okay, okay.
1: Sorry, I just had to say thank goodness someone's getting. So involved. I was hoping it was around the eight children five have died. Or six, but my seven no. percent kombucha. Sorry, sorry, eight children have died. That's a lot
0: of children mm-hmm. to die. That's... I mean, it's a tragedy all the way around. Anyway, look at it. So the causes of all the children's deaths are really diversely um attributed. So some are natural, undetermined, or Sid's. Six autopsies <laughs> took place after Tammy Lynn's death.
1: How young what was the youngest?
0: Nobody lived before.
1: No, no, but what was the youngest that they died? Because Sid's is like I just I looked up and it, it says it is one month and a year.
0: Yeah, I think it's it. With
1: most happening between one and four months of age. So I'm just wondering, like, some of those that are... Yeah, it was in that timeline. It it is an unexplained death of a baby younger than one year old. Sometimes called crib death, but now there's a biomarker thing that might be helpful, but
0: one month, yeah, one month to one
1: year is, the like, consistent.
0: So after Tammy Lynn died... There were six autopsies performed, but they could not find any signs of abuse. Mm -hmm. And prior to Tammy Lynn's death, there had been no suspicion about all these deaths. There were so many of us on it, I guess, said Dr. Robert L. Sullivan, the county's chief medical examiner. If anyone is negligent, I suppose I am. I probably should have said there must be more to it than this, but... Mm -hmm. We all think and don't do.
1: I mean, is that your code of ethics, sir? But okay, we all think but don't do. Like what if
0: So we have a natural death happening first. Yeah. We have a whole bunch of deaths after that that n- nobody was suspect about at the time, which I think is important. Yeah. And even in the autopsies, they yeah. couldn't find any signs of abuse, and then mm-hmm. this. Last child, um, they did think that the kid had been smothered. Mm -hmm. So there was a trial. Mary Beth and Joseph, her husband, were separately taken to the police department. Yeah, I hearing all this. Yeah. During the interrogation, Mary Beth signed a document confessing that she had murdered uh, Tammy Lynn. And she was arrested and charged with the murder. We've had multiple
1: cases that we have done in here where the false confession of being pressured into it, too. Yes, she
0: later claimed that her confession was made under duress and that police had threatened her and that her repeated requests for a lawyer were denied.
1: Well the pressure too of like she already has the pressure of I need to keep making babies. I didn't even think the dad was involved. I didn't never even thought that based on how like but
0: he's, he's around, what's going on, right?
1: He's making babies. I didn't even think about that until now. <laughs> yeah. so, um, but like nobody's asking or like it's not his name at the start of all of this, it's no. hers.
0: Nobody knows about Joseph Tinning.
1: And she's the one that's like, I have to keep having kids, which is probably a societal pressure thing, too. That's what she
0: said. That's what I'm supposed to do.
1: Right, right. Okay.
0: Yep. So Tammy Lynn's pediatrician testified, saying that Mary Beth had dismissed his suggestion that she should install a specialized alarm device which monitors baby's breathing and heart rate, you know, that can help prevent SIDS. Um, experts from the SIDS Foundation mm-hmm. also came forward and said that it wasn't SIDS and that Tammy Lynn had was smothered to death with a soft object.
1: Ooh, I mean, for them to say that, that's pretty. because the whole thing is it's an unexplained death.
0: Right. Yeah. So there was a trial that went on for six weeks, and they found Mary Beth guilty, of one count of second degree murder. They part of their deliberation involved um having the jurors hear portions of the husband Joseph's testimony. I to say,
1: Why how is he getting ruled out of
0: all of this? Well, he's ruled out. But in the testimony, he said he had a five minute conversation with his wife after police questioning, and she told him I killed Tammy. Hmm. Mary Beth was um, acquitted of deliberately causing the infant's death, but was convicted of murder by quote depraved indifference to human life, which I didn't know was a charge, but that's what she went to prison for. Okay, so her husband stood by her and later said, I still think she's innocent. So she spent 20 years in prison for smothering Tammy Lynn. And she was, uh, she applied for parole seven times, and during one of those, she said, I just don't think I had the capabilities of being a good mother at all. And, you know, I don't think everybody is cut out to be a parent. I think that's, there's some truth to that.
1: Well, and at that point, like... After you've lost nine kids, regardless,
0: and you gotta, hey, that's and that's so devastating. As I was say, if you assume
1: that she didn't, I have questions. How would that impact like your view of yourself as a parent? So, prison for her? her, but if she didn't
0: rep out there, like if you Google her, it's gonna come up Mount shots of proxy serial killer. Like that's her rep. But when I was really diving into it, I'm like, I don't think that's what's going on here like yeah. maybe she did smother her ninth child but uh, you know then there's maybe a lot of trauma leading up to that i don't know what happened with these other kids it's difficult to know should you let your two-year-old fall down the stairs no um, but where's
1: dad too but happened shit happens and yeah
0: yeah, because I think, uh, I like mean, it was probably working, old-timey model.
1: Right, but like, what's the actual evidence that she did it and not him? And when she's taking the blame, she's already taken that very submissive role. No, they
0: blame the mother for everything. Well, yeah, and, and yeah. he
1: said that she told him that. He said that, that he was told a, him that. That was
0: a big part of it, and also her confession under address,
1: which she said was under duress later. Yes. Because she had stress of losing a child and being said that she's not...
0: I mean, what kind of state are you going to be in through this whole you know, years of... Again,
1: losing one child is enough... It's
0: devastating. It's your life
1: over. So, I mean, the fact that she kept trying and having that happen. I mean... So she did admit to
0: killing Tammy Lynn eventually.
1: I was going to say, very possibly she did. Yes.
0: Um, So here's what she said. So it was during one of her parole uh, requests. She said, after the deaths of my other children, I just lost it. I became a damaged, worthless piece of person. And when my daughter was young, in my state of mind at that time, I just believed that she was going to die also. So I just did it. And, you know, I get that psychologically. Like, why wait for it? Like, I Not want it under you. my control. You know what right. I mean?
1: Right. Well, and, but you can even follow that trail all the way back to, like, the very first child's death of yeah. that lot, loss of control.
0: Yeah, and that first one is attributed to natural causes. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so this all starts one. with very serious trauma. And it's the first, like, I don't know what happened in the middle. Mm-hmm. She admits to killing the ninth one, but... I don't think she needs the serial killer moniker on her forever, but that's what she's got. So I don't think this is man chosen by proxy.
1: I, because to me there is if if she did, which she was convicted, so whatever. So she she murdered them per public eye, so or murdered one one. Is what convicted? Yes. Okay. She's convicted. Well, right. it wasn't
0: murder, it was that other Yeah, that, that other I said. which is odd. A natural uh, a depraved and vis- which in is indifference to human life.
1: Mental health, anything. So <sighs> the thing is is nobody's reporting like the husband's not reporting odd or bizarre behaviors or you know, I'm not hearing like psychotic symptoms.
0: No. I couldn't find any evidence of any of that.
1: But...
0: Or there was no evidence of, like, severe childhood trauma. mm -hmm. They say, like, she didn't get, like, one-on-one positive parent attention. But who did back then? Nobody did.
1: Not their kids. Too soon? I don't know. (laughs) Too soon? Okay, sorry. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Uh... (laughs)
0: So, I think she has an unfair label, given that we don't have evidence to that. Right. That she killed all all her kids.
1: Right. I mean, ultimately, there was something mental healthy happening
0: somehow. It had to be. I
1: mean, You can't
0: lose eight children and not have something going on, nine children. Right.
1: Unless they're saying, from the get-go, she was that way. But bringing them in and going through this, like, if she's getting a need met, then, or not getting a need met. I'm sure she got
0: a lot of sympathy out of this.
1: Right. I was about to say, she got, like, they even said, like, all the doctors, like.
0: I'm 100% sure she got sympathy, but I think eventually it was not sympathetic. People were probably suspect. Right. This is my well, guess.
1: And if you're known for being the one that had like your children genetically die at a certain age, like, and you've already traumatized your brain to that point, like, what about that uh kind of willing it to be a sort of thing of uh, sh- uh if you tell a child no and not like
0: yeah self fulfilling prophecy self
1: fulfilling prophecy and there's research to show that like a oh, uh, real telling yeah. a kid or even adults don't do that they're more likely to do the thing you don't want them to do so if the whole town is labeling her as that like what psychological damage can that do to right
0: and you know where she said i just believed that she was going to die also so i just did it i mean that anxiety of like when is it going to happen i know it's well, going to happen When is it going to happen you're going to want to take control of that
1: and that's more and just make it happen right
0: it's like when you think someone's going to break up with you and you're like well i'm just going to break up with them Right, right. Which, or, I don't have to or control or the control of the situation.
1: Self, and that's kind of what I was talking about. I'm like, you get really angry in those, like, that self sabotage thing. Like, you'll just blow it up because you feel, like,
0: all will first. Yeah. yeah, the anxiety is too
1: much. Right, right, right. Because now I'm hearing, like, mercy, she cares. That rules out antisocial. Empathy. Like, yeah. um, so... I'm not hearing psychosis, but however, like, the whole thing with the, like, a, um, postpartum depression is that psychosis can be episodic, like, episodic, mm-hmm. and triggered by high anxiety yeah. or stress. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: When, and it can be very dangerous. Yeah,
0: and I would like to know was heavy around when um, the adopted kid fell down the stairs. And
1: what support did she have as a mom? Like, was... These days, those times,
0: you know, it was typically the, the mom home, and... Mm-hmm. The dad out, you know, bringing right. home the bacon.
1: Well, I mean, I, uh, in modern day times, with parents that I know who are very supportive of each other, around each other a lot, ha- have financially stable, like, get... I and
0: mean, it still shit happens.
1: Well, and still get depression uh, well, after and, tragedies happen, tragedies happen. and And having... Kids is hard. It's stressful. Oh, my
0: God. It's so hard. It's, Mod- like it's a lot like of work. You're you never up. sleep. It's expensive.
1: But there's, like, this uh, idolized like, version of what parenthood looks like. Is this really? I've had multiple parents, like, my, like, I wanted to have kids for this reason, and I thought it was going to look different.
0: Oh, well, yeah, because it's a lot of fucking work. Have you ever seen Chelsea Handler's video of why she chose to not have kids? No, it's hilarious. It's you okay. need to watch it. It's she <laughs> says it in a way only Chelsea Handler can. Yes, she's like, <laughs> yeah, I'll just watch it. I'll watch. I'll send the like, yeah. A lot of people purposely know like they don't want kids and. Shouldn't have kids, and, and they don't. want
1: Kids, and socially felt like she had to.
0: Well, yeah. there those times, I think people were expected to have kids. I think still people are expected right. to have kids.
1: I mean, I subscribe to the cultural norm that murder is wrong and murdering kids is wrong. <laughs> so i I hope, I hope, like most probably did that it wasn't that.
0: But the last one might happen, right? If you did but, admit to that, and that's, one, and but I the other uh, seven i don't know i i'm holding out judgment yes. and i don't think she meets serial killer status i don't think she meets childhood by proxy status
1: i don't even know what that means still so i don't i can't nobody knows <laughs> i the how can how can those behaviors exist and not
0: have a gain? right i know it doesn't make any sense so she did get out on parole and is living a low-key life back in the old home Mm. she used to live in with her husband interesting her husband was never implicated in anything and so odd. said he's very glad that it's all over with
1: sounds like someone who got away with murder
0: (laughs) she will remain under community supervision for the rest of her life
1: well and again like Kind of odd to go back, like, I would feel a little scorned at that point of, like... You want the twist? Plot twist? Yeah, please do. Did she murder <laughs>
0: She had allegedly confessed to trying to kill her husband, Joe, <laughs> in 1974 by poisoning his grape juice with phenobarbital, using mm. pills she reportedly got from a friend with epilepsy.
1: Oh, man. I hate that I have... I'm a
0: good Joe, taking her back, water under the bridge. You tried to murder me, you served 20 years for murdering our kid. Yeah. I
1: mean, I I hate that I kind of recognize a step ahead of what you're going to say each time for someone that has no games and we can't understand. Um Huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying That's how I felt too. I'm just saying if there was even even if he was a party to, like even if he was there, even if he uh you know, soothed her during those but it's fine. So like At he, some
0: point Joe was annoying the shit out of her to the point that right, like, allegedly she tried to poison him to death.
1: For some Yeah, I mean, but to go back enough, to go back to him after that means there's a strong attachment, something. Something. Trauma bond, maybe. May Uh,
0: have something. Or she may have had nowhere else to go. She's been in prison 20 years. Which makes
1: sense, and and the stigma that's now attached to her. And what do you do from there but uh, poison him, allegedly?
0: Well, I think if anybody out there is like... Just don't do it. Like, labeling her as, like, a serial killer. I
1: think we need to pull
0: that back a little bit, because I don't think the evidence supports that.
1: Well, that's... They liked, uh, especially the the idea of a female ser- serial killer. Like, they, people get excited about that for whatever reason. Culturally
0: blame them all. We talk
1: about taboos, like, we women have. killers, and uh, the, the acts murder woman the one that I did at the, the top of Gone uh gosh. Gordon. Thank you.
0: Took an axe. gave her mother forty wax. And you even. Like that she was. What she done uh, She gave her father forty one.
1: Right, which that isn't even right.
0: No, but it rhymes. It does. And you can jump rope to it.
1: Right. Where is the serial killer rhyme for all Where?
0: men? Where is it? I don't know. Good question. I don't think it exists. It doesn't.
1: Why not? It's all Cinderella, Mr. Yella. Like, like a couple. It's all Miss Mary Mac, Mac, Mac. And they, and most of them actually qualify for either like it's a mass murder or it's crime related, like a robbery, or yeah. it's trauma attachment, abuse, neglect, being sexually abused.
0: And, and I think people want it to be true because it's horrifying and shocking that somebody would kill eight babies. Like that's shocking. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, part, part of it, people want it to be treated like that part of humanity that's like kind of so, intrigued like about by that
1: envy that. part, like
0: people that like are, we want subversive, sort are of subversive, nature. Yeah.
1: Well, and and maybe it's because that if if this could be real, where she's having genetic that that means it's possible. Where if it's a her problem. Then we can villainize her yeah. and not make it a, a either society or a people
0: problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, or a husband <laughs> problem. Mm-hmm. Going back to our last episode,
0: husband Freud. problem. Yeah, <laughs> the Freud pro- It always comes back to Freud. You know what's interesting? No, you're right. Let's wrap it I'll tell you All later. Right. <laughs> If you haven't listened to our last one, we went into a real intense topic. We, we to we... about incest, which, you know, you may feel like you don't want to, <coughs> excuse me, listen to that. But I think we took some interesting approaches to it. Talked yeah. about incest and in pop culture and we how the people bro- are intrigued. Yeah. We did, yeah. yeah. And support us on Patreon. You get uh, all kinds of exclusives.
1: It's like the videos of me stealing wine of myself during
0: this yeah. podcast. Yep. We yep. post all full videos of our podcast and lots of other extra stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> until next time. Don't click. Don't, don't click on, on it. So for don't, God's sakes. Don't click. And I know I've done this one multiple times. Before, but I'm going to do it now, too. Don't murder.
0: Don't. Don't murder. Just
1: don't murder. Yeah. It'll last. Don't. No. Wait. Don't murder <laughs> children. Yeah. Do you feel better about that?
0: I feel better about that, yeah.
1: I mean, broadly speaking.
0: Yeah, yeah. Despite... Uh, oh, no no good reasons no, for that uh, are springing to no, mind, so no, I'm on board with that.
1: Okay, okay, a DBT skill comes to mind here, or just an idea from DBT, that uh, a feeling doesn't have to have an action no, attached to it. You can sense. feel like a child deserves something without...
0: On it. Stress tolerance, yo.
1: Right. Breathe through that. Don't Breathe murder that, and it. don't click.
0: Tuck, Touch grass.
1: Device settings disable when you're not using it. And if you never use it, just disable it.
0: This Stop. is a lot of until next time.
1: And until next time again.
0: Bye. Bye. <laughs> we have a lot of tips. I we go <laughs>